Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. When we become a Christ follower, we begin to change. And I put the emphasis on the word begin to change. We do not become perfect automatically or overnight. As a matter of fact, we do not ever become practically perfect in this life. So, as we begin to change, uh, it will be evident. Romans chapter 12 is the chapter that we have been studying. This is podcast number 11 of 12 we're doing on, on that chapter. In the very first two verses, we read this. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Here we are called... Paul is appealing to us. He is calling us as believers to turn our lives over to the Lord Jesus Christ, present our bodies, what we have, as a living, not a dead or a dying, but a living sacrifice as an act of service to the Lord, as an act of worship, spiritual worship. And so um, our whole life, when we come to Christ, when we present ourselves to Christ, when we become Christ followers, our whole life becomes an act of worship to God, an act of service to God. It becomes a whole new lifestyle. And verse 2 says uh, that lifestyle is one that is not conformed to this world, to this present age, to the way the world acts and thinks and, and makes decisions, to the philosophy of the world, the world system. We are actually walking upstream against the flow of common culture, not conformed to it, not outwardly shaped to it, but we are being transformed by the renewing of our mind. There is an ongoing transformation process that that is taking place in our lives in this new life in Christ. There is uh, uh, ongoing transformation, as I said, there's ongoing change, and that change continues until the day we see the Lord Jesus Christ. We are talking about transformational living here. In uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8, we see that we uh, become a part of a new community, the body of Christ, and that in that new community, we are gifted by the Holy Spirit. He gives us spiritual gifts that will help us to minister to one another in the body of Christ and to edify, to build up, to grow spiritually the body of Christ. And as a result, the body of Christ will grow uh, numerically as well. And now we come to Romans chapter 12, verses 9 to 21, and we'll be looking at those verses on this podcast and on podcast, uh, the next podcast, the last one in this series. And, and uh, in these verses, we see what the change looks like. Uh, we see what transformational living looks like. And, and that's, that's what we really want to focus on today. You know, um, Romans 8, 
8.29 tells us what God's ultimate goal is for us. Listen to what it says. For those whom He, God, foreknew, He also predestined to become conformed to the image of His Son, so that He would be the firstborn among many brethren. There God gives us His ultimate goal, and it will be reached. It will be reached uh, for us, and, and that is that we would be conformed to Jesus Christ. Conformed to Jesus, to become like Jesus. And uh, we are constantly growing and changing so that we can be more like Jesus, the way Jesus lives, the way Jesus uh, is. And so these verses, 9 through 21, give us a, a good glimpse into what that looks like. And so we're going to look at uh, verses 9 through 13 today as we go through it and see what it says. Okay, so let's begin. Verse 9 says, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor, not lagging behind in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Now, that's a mouthful. That's a lot. So I want to go through each one of those and uh, just make a few comments on them as as time allows on this on this podcast. And we begin in verse 9 where it says, Let love be without hypocrisy. And that uh, word hypocrisy there is an interesting word. The original meaning of the word, uh, it, it was referring to an actor on a stage, to an actor, to stage acting. Uh, and, and it come to mean uh, not no pretense, no insincerity, no deceit, no guile. Let love be without pretense. In other words, our love for for one another and for others outside the body of Christ needs to be real. It needs to be sincere. There doesn't need to be any hidden motives there. You know, um, I have to constantly check my motives. I have to pray and say, God, help my motives to be clean and pure because we can appear to be doing the right thing but we can do the right thing for the wrong reason. And see, God sees that. And God ultimately, God ultimately holds us accountable for our motive, uh, what is going on in our heart. And, and only we and God know what our motive is. And so let love be without pretense. Let it be a real love. The next one says, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Abhor, uh, dislike, hate. Hate is a good word in this case. Hate evil. Evil would be uh, the defiance of moral law, of God's law. And it would even go towards uh, uh, corrupting others. Hate that which is bad, is evil, that corrupts others. And and you can go in a million directions with that. Uh, from the way we talk, the things we participate in, we can hate the evil that we see in the world that's, that's going on. But, but uh, we need to absolutely... Hate the evil that that happens in our lives, the wrong words, the wrong attitudes, the wrong uh, actions that go on. Abhor evil, cling, cling to what is good. That, that good there is uh, what is good on the inside, what is inherently good, what is virtuous, what is right. God wants us to love good and hate 
evil. And, and, and uh, that is what Jesus did. He hated evil. You could see it even when he was... Uh, confronting those religious leaders and their hypocrisy. You see it when he uh, cleared the temple uh, with the whips, uh, when he cleared the money changers in the temple. You can see him hating evil, but you can see him clinging to what is good. You can see the good, the moral good in in our Savior. And, and that's what he wants us to look like. And then the next one says says this, devoted uh, to one another, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. And and the old King James Version says, be kindly affection to one another in brotherly love. I like that. That devotion, that kindly affection, that it, it's a family kind of love that ought to be between us. Uh, the brotherly love there is uh, the Greek word uh, Philadelphia uh, that we get Philadelphia from, Philadelphos. And it is, it, it's, it is a brotherly love. It is a friendship kind of love, that affection and friendship toward one another. The world needs to see the church acting that way toward each other instead of fighting each other and division and so on. And then the next one says, give preference to one another in honor. Uh, that That's appreciating one another. That is respecting one another. That is showing appreciation to one another. And then we are told not to be lagging behind in diligence, but fervent in spirit serving the Lord. And essentially what those three things mean uh, is not to be lazy in our service to the Lord, but to be fervent. That literally means be boiling, to be on fire inside, to, to have that inner drive to serve the Lord, to want to do it, to not be lazy in the service of the Lord. Why would we do that? If we pursue things outside of the service of the Lord, why wouldn't we serve the Lord with all of our heart, with a fervency? And then the next one is rejoicing in hope. And, you know, in this world, uh, there's a lot that come against us, comes against us. You know, we, we see the bad news. We get hit hard. We are different. We're walking upstream, as I said, and, and it can almost look hopeless, but we can rejoice in hope. And that's hope beyond this present world. It's it's the hope that we have in the resurrection of Christ and ultimately our resurrection. It's the hope that we have in Christ's coming. It is the hope that there is something much better beyond this life. And we're not living just for today, but we're living for eternity, rejoicing in in hope and then persevering in tribulation. That means to bear up under the current uh, struggle that we're going through. And it's not just the normal life's challenges and struggles, but persecution and misunderstanding. Bear up under it. Endure through it. Continue to persevere in, in tribulation. And the next one is be devoted in prayer. That word devoted is, uh, uh, is to be uh, continually, steadfastly doing it. In Acts chapter 2, verse, verse 42, Scripture says that they continued steadfastly in, in prayer, the early New Testament church. Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, Paul says be devoted. That's the same word there. Continue steadfastly in prayer. Don't stop praying. Make prayer prayer a lifestyle. Make prayer a lifestyle. And then, contributing to the needs of the saints. That word contributing is koinoneo, which is, uh, means to share in common. I love that. 
you know, uh, as uh, believers in the body of Christ, we don't get rich just for ourselves. And, you know, here in America, all of us, in comparison to much of the rest of the world, we're, we're wealthy. And we need to not be greedy. We need to be ready and willing and able to share with the needs of our brothers and sisters in Christ. That is Christ-like. And finally, practicing hospitality. That is literally means pursuing the love of strangers. In the early days, early believers, uh, the uh, hotels, the inns were either expensive or scarce or evil went on there. And so they would open their homes to, to travelers and, and allow them in, and particularly to believers. And we need to practice hospitality today. Uh, we need to be willing to open ourselves up, uh, open our homes up. You know, to to our neighbors, uh, to to fellow believers, we need to learn to hang out together a little bit and to be around each other and to be hospitable to each other. Uh, that's that's what the the Lord Jesus Christ would would want of us. And so, transformational living looks like this. Now, I know that I've rushed through. I've rushed through about 10 things here and and just quickly, briefly describe them. What I would encourage you to do is go to Romans chapter 12 and read through verses 9 through 13 and then catch the next podcast and, and uh, go through verses uh, 14 to 21 as we see what real transformational living looks like and and look don't be discouraged we don't all get there right away it's an ongoing process where we're growing in it but these are things that we can shoot for these are things that we can say god help me as i grow in you to pursue these these things as we see them in the word of god well i'm out of time until next time god bless thank you for listening to this edition of sharing real hope We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.